Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Geeks with the Machines, Supernatural Edition. I am your host, Jasmine, and today co-hosting, we have Adelaide. Hello, Ellie. Hello, Jasmine. Cool. I, I said hello. <laughs> I just heard. <laughs> I swear, I was polite and said hello, Jasmine, and everything. Uh, so... Let's start off by talking about Supernatural Season 12. Um, things happen this season. Uh, I wrote this outline a little bit differently. So it's by sections versus by what I normally do, I guess. Which is like episodically. I don't know. It's not in the sequence that it happened. Okay, guys. But it all happened and you believe in me. So I accept your belief in me. Um, <laughs> season 12 we saw the men of letters ironically the first man of letters that we saw was a woman but we're not going to talk about that this was not really a equal opportunity group <laughs> no I mean it's supernatural do you really expect it <sighs> I just ugh. anyway um, the first person we meet is Tony, who basically kidnaps Sam. I am going to be nice to Sam. I have decided that until my birthday, I will be nice to Sam. <sighs> okay. How many, how, how long do you have before that? How long do you have to endure <laughs> this pain and trauma? <laughs> this is just a test of my wills at this point. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but um because in the new season I'm just gonna trash Sam. I can feel it. So I'm giving myself some time to That's warm all right. up. I'm pretty sure all once we record season thirteen, all I'm gonna do is trash Dean, so <laughs> Um, but Sam is basically kidnapped, shot and tortured for information. Well, he is kidnapped, shot and tortured for information. And Tony is this vicious person who is kidnapping and torturing him. I was actually fine with Tony, if we're being honest. Like Tony was kind of a badass. Exactly. See, Supernatural, we are so thirsty for awesome female characters that even when you give us villains that are horrible people, we're like, damn, they cool. She is she was super cool. Like, and I appreciated that the first men of man of letters that we saw was uh, a female who kidnapped, shot, and tortured Sam. Um, ultimately, we find out that Tony just wants the information about the hunters in America, and they are planning a British invasion. We see you, Britain. We see you. Did you, like... <laughs> did that work out well for them before? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, yes, until... America's was like, we don't want your stupid tea. Get out of here. <laughs> the abridged version. <laughs> uh, um, I like the men of letters. Like, this first look at them anyway. I was fine with Tony. She's, like, gaining information from Sam, who is... <sighs> you can do who it. Who is being tortured. So even in his tortured state, is not surrendering information. 
I fail to understand how that's a bad thing in your view, and how you have to struggle to to complement that. <sighs> I cannot talk negatively about Sam, so I cannot explain why that is bad. Oh, this is gonna be fun! I'm gonna bait you the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tony also mentions that the Winchesters have been watched for a very long time. Question, um, question for the class. If they were being watched this whole time, why didn't no one stop them? Right? I mean... <laughs> they have is... caused several apocalypses. <laughs> and they're just chilling. They're like, oh no, that's just America. It's fine. Don't worry about it. We don't need to, we don't need to worry. It's I kind of feel like the British do feel that way, if we're being honest. I kind of do, <laughs> too. Like, after a while, it's just like, you know what? It's just America. I, I've heard this... I've heard this in reference to Buffy too. There's the Hellmouth over there, and they just have like a an apocalypse upon apocalypse upon apocalypse, and they're just every other country's just like, oh no, don't worry, it's America, it's fine. Just a Hellmouth over there. In all honesty, it's basically like the mass shootings that we constantly have. People are like that's just America. They can't control their guns. Whatever. They can't control <laughs> it. It just it happens. We've got other people dealing with it. Go about your day. Don't worry. We just made a note. Just check them when they come across. It's fine. <laughs> check for possession of weapons and and or demons um but like i said i enjoyed tony she was fun um what were your thoughts on the torture scene um I don't know. I almost pitied Sam. I didn't care much for the physical torture because, you know, you knew that wasn't going to break him. But once you started getting that mental torture and it was like, wow, wow. These, like, I wanted to like Tony and I do kind of like Tony. But at the same time, seeing that happen, it's just like, wow, these people are, they clearly really want something and they're clearly not afraid to go after it with all guns blazing. Yeah, I agree. I loved that Tony was like, yeah, this is it. I'm going to do whatever it takes. And then the moment that she was like, hey, Sam, like, I'm going to leave this door unlocked and you can try to run to freedom. Go. Go. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Poor Sam was devastated as he took his chance. And then failed. But Sam, yay. He took the chance. I'm half expecting an insult there, but I'm waiting to see if it happens or not. <laughs> um, anything else that you want to talk about about Tony? Uh, no, I'm I'm waiting for more stuff on the mental letters because I don't want to get too spoilery. So, okay, so let's move right along to Mick, and Mick is Tony's arch rival because, of course, in the men of letters, you cannot have a rival. That is equal to you. Like, oh, Tony went rogue. It's, it, she doesn't represent the men of letters, really. Really? I mean. Okay. Uh, <sighs> I mean, I mean, kinda. Without getting too spoilery, she's not far off the mark. <laughs> um. They introduced a small rivalry with Mick Davies. Um, and Mick comes in and he's like, oh no, Tony, back on your leash. You know, the men of letters really wanted to extend a, sa- a hand. And, you know, we don't really trust you. Uh, 
random guy who came to save me because Sam is a great person who just needed a helping hand. The the vocal shift there. It's so, it's strained. You can hear it. The effort going into that. Um, so Mick comes in and extends a hand of friendship. And he saves Sam and Mary and Tess quite a few times. And they become good friends. I like Mick, okay? I actually do too. And I think part of the problem is like, he reminds me of, I'm going to, I'm going to compare this season to Buffy a lot because it really reminded me of it. Um, He reminded me of, oh no, I don't remember his name. Not Giles, but the younger one that they used to try to replace him. Uh, Gideon. Yes, I think so. <laughs> Is that the one? Uh, there's a, I know there's one that they have that eventually goes into um, the series Angel with them. Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch Angel. Oh, okay. Buffy well, was all you got out of me. All right. Well, I can quickly Google to see if I can remember his name. But I'm it, pretty sure it's Gideon, though. I don't know if it was Gideon. Let us know in the comments. Pop quiz. What is it? Who is it? Ooh, ah. Um, but anyway, uh, we find out that Mick is a field agent and Catch is also a field agent and they are allies with the Winchesters and they all go on hunts together and it's fun. It's fun times with the Winchesters and crew. Um, ultimately, Mick starts to soften to the way that Sam and Dean live their life. He recognizes that the hunters are actual people and that these supernatural are people who sometimes need help in saving and he begins to reassess his ideas of what's right and wrong okay i loved Nick. okay as he's trying to struggle with his internal strife i i really liked mick i really liked his story i really liked his i I don't want to go too far, but I don't know. I just really liked him, and I really liked how he was um, he was learning as he went. He is what Dean and Sam were originally, only a little bit weaker. and A lot weaker. Yeah, a lot weaker. Well, at uh, least a lot was, weaker than one. He was, he, he was what they were originally, and he had a very black and white view of the world, and he was very, uh, he was, you know, everything supernatural had to die. This is what season one was. This is them in season one. And now they're like, oh, no, 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 not everything has to. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Eh. I mean, are they, though? Like, if we're really being honest, have they really changed that much? No, and that's actually what I wanted to really address. This season drove me insane. It's a good season, like, arc-wise, I guess, because it actually has a connective arc, and it feels like it's going somewhere. But... Character-wise, it drove me a little off the wall because suddenly they're like, you don't have to kill everything. Not everything needs to die. These people can live. You can cure this one. And I'm like, you... No, you have not believed this. Do not flip on me like this and pretend this is something you've believed for the last 12 seasons. You're lying. Stop it. (laughs) Uh, And ultimately, this gets him killed by Cash. Which was just such a big betrayal. That hurt my heart. Because yeah, you see Catch like you see Catch as his friend and confidant, and then suddenly he literally shoves a knife in his side. Ugh, I felt so bad. And it was at that point that I wanted Catch absolutely destroyed. Well, I think the whole point was to show um 
that Ketch was a horrible person. Oh yeah, like I absolutely like, get that. But still, at that point, I was like, you know, I could, I want Ketch beaten, and then I want Ketch destroyed. There's two very different lines there. Hmm. Um. And speaking of Ketch, the only thing I have in my notes about Ketch is that he killed the psychic girl who Sam and Dean wanted to save. So apparently, he wasn't that important to me. Really, <laughs> nothing about sleeping with their mom. Ah. Uh, Literally, it's only one line. Catch kills the psychic girl who Sam and Dean saved. <laughs> uh, but yes, as Adelaide mentioned, Catch is also sleeping with Mary Winchester. Oh, just to catch you up, guys, really quickly. If you missed the last season, one, go back and like listen to our recap. It was epic. Two, <laughs> Mary was brought back to life by the darkness who can suddenly create or bring back life for some reason. Alright, all caught up now. Also, Catch is now sleeping with her. Yay, timelines. This is weird. This whole thing was weird. Especially since she's the same age as Sam and Dean. Yes, I hated that. Like, she's Sam and Dean's age now, and I fully understand her character. She goes in and she's she's brought back to life at the age they are now. And she's just, she's looking at them like, these are not my sons. These These two men are older than me. They're not these are not my children and she's mourning the loss of her husband who didn't die to her knowledge and her two little boys who are now grown men uh, i don't know it was i i felt really bad for her character this whole time also why was she the only ghost who didn't realize she had died where was she because everybody else knew the events that were happening that's a really good question like <laughs> her little cell in heaven didn't have that good a perception apparently <laughs> Because everyone else was up to date on current events. They could tell you who the president was. Like, they knew who Steve Jobs was. They were caught up. She was like, I have to learn everything all over again. Why? Everyone else knew what was happening. Yeah, you're fine. Like, <laughs> everybody else was fine with a cell phone. Suddenly you're really confused. You didn't get your newsletter in heaven? <laughs> Apparently she wanted nothing to do with them. After she ruined their lives. Yay. New target to pick on. <laughs> I was actually going to say, this is kind of where Sam gets everything, right? <laughs> Sam is a good character. Are you sure? You don't see any similarities <laughs> between him and Mary? Um, Let's move along to... Oh, come on. <laughs> Dr. Hess, who is one of the leaders of the British Men of Letters. Also... Side note, are there, like, men of letter bunkers across the world? Like, I how did so. Just like, how like, did Britain become the chapter, like, leader? Like, why didn't Spain come in and say, no, we want America? Yeah, why is it Britain? Why is it always Britain? We have a weird obsession with Britain in our, we in do. our freaking media. Um, I think, I think they mentioned something about how they were two factions and that the, the American men of letters... Like, they just, you know, they got their asses handed to them. Uh, well, the British Men of Letters, I don't know, somehow didn't. Their well, the American worked. Men of Letters got wiped out from Abaddon. And yes. apparently she couldn't cross the water, I guess. <laughs> it's a lot of water. I gotta give it to her. I don't know. She's a demon in hell. You're telling me hell doesn't cross water? 
Well, I have heard, uh, I think this only applies to ghosts and a couple other of the undead variety that, you know, large bodies of water, you're safe. If you go across like a river, they cannot cross it and they have to find another way across. I do not think that applies to a night of hell. Would you be willing to test that theory? <laughs> like, if I mean, you were she in... didn't make it to Britain, so I'll go stand over there and see what happens. Sure. <laughs> but, right, but they must have had their own, de- like, were there only demons that just showed up? Like, it doesn't make sense. Okay, I'm sorry. It does not make sense. This I mean, canon... and then you have Crowley, who's very clearly Scottish, so... Like, he comes from everywhere, and then you also have all of the numerous other demons who are just hopping bodies. And let's not talk about the angel invasion. Did they not get affected by the angels dropping in? There were no angels with British accents, like Pip-Pip, Trio, T, and Crumpet. It's America. We have what? a... We have an apocalypse every other week. Britain's just like watching it happen on TV. And like, no, oh, but I'm saying right. if we're looking for vessels, I would be going all over the world. Oh, I would be too. So you're telling me no angel hopped into bodies and they were like, what is this angel invasion? I guess not. <laughs> they wanted the U.S. for some reason. We're number one. We're number one. We're number one. Well, technically, America has, is number one in beliefs in angels, so. Maybe it was like Tinkerbell and you had to believe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> At the very least. I don't know. Then then that wouldn't explain Sam and Dean, because Dean didn't believe for a long time. And Sam was questionable. Yeah, Sam wasn't. Sam was the agnostic of the group there. Hmm. Eh. I don't know. Let us know in the comments if we missed something. <laughs> uh, let's talk about um, Dr. Hess, who, again, guys, this is not in order. Like, don't don't write in the comments that this wasn't in order and you don't know what's happening. I am literally giving you information. Enjoy the information. Enjoy the ride. Be like Sam and sit in the passenger seat. Does that count as an insult? No, because he is in the passenger seat. That is a factual statement. Yes, but it seemed to be laced with a little bit of malice there. Dr. Hess has deemed the American <laughs> mission a failure and orders all opposing parties to be eliminated. So, basically, he sends a kill order for all American hunters. And, again, the British are trying to come and invade America. Like, ugh. Where's that guy on the horse? The British are coming! The British are coming! I was wondering about that. That would have been epic. Like... <laughs> If you have a hunter come by and he's just like, the British are invading, and you're like, what now? What year is this? Where are you from, sir? Oh. <laughs> uh, um, I was fine with Dr. Hess. Like, he was just this bad, one-dimensional bad guy who no one cared about. Yep. That's That was my impression of him, too. <laughs> and I had a professor named Hess, so the entire time I was like, no, you can't be like this. You were, you were a fun teacher. Stop it. <laughs> Um, so at the end of this whole season, yep, we're jumping straight to the end. You know, there's other stuff, but this is the end of the Men of Letters, so you will sit down and enjoy it. I don't want to hear your complaints, okay? There's a showdown at the library, and Sam finds- I'm sorry, I'm reading directly from my notes! (laughs) Here's the direct quote, okay, are you ready? All right, where are we? Sam finally stepping up to the plate and leading a huge group to invade the HQ. 
Yep, I see it. <laughs> see, you wrote it before you said you weren't going to insult Sam. <laughs> I wrote all of these outlines, so the next few outlines may have some side digs in <laughs> at Sam. But you're going to have to edit them to maintain your I will not insult Sam. I feel like now it's just a funny joke that we can laugh at. <laughs> See, my goal is still just to bait you into them. So you don't watch you dodge them. It's fun. What did you... Uh, when Sam came with the whole big raiding party, did you like Sam Um, in his whole, I'm a hero? As he's like, with, didn't he have a sword? I feel like he had a sword. I don't remember a sword. I don't know, maybe I'm adding a sword in my memory. <laughs> I don't remember much of this part, honestly. I remember more of the stuff that is in the next point on your <laughs> on your outline that I'm looking at currently. But uh, Sam came up... Well, this literally happened at the end of the season, so... Yeah, the stuff I remember at the end of the season is... A, I remember the, uh, the other angelic the other angelic ending so that's the one i'm focused on because that was the one that had me through the most of the summer this time Mm, yeah well as i was watching this i was just like okay this was interesting i appreciate that sam has taken a leadership role and has become more effective than dean in this specific scenario Yay. <laughs> that all you got? Um, I also appreciate it, though, I will say. The connection, this is what I will say. This is a genuine compliment, okay? Are you ready? Oh, no. Sam had more social connections that he was able to reach out to and employ that were able to aid in his taking of the bunker. This is true. He was actually very well connected there, and he, um, that kind of makes sense, because what we've seen of them when they do like socialize and interact with other hunters, um, Dean's kind of prickly. I think that Dean is he yes, he is the less sociable of the two. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, I'm just saying that's a thing. I think that he just has more overall swagger and sex appeal. So he's generally better with women, but he also doesn't have healthy relationships. So then again, that adds to the prickly nature. I mean, I wouldn't say his sex appeal because the fact that he's so... He he has a... Whether it's the writing or the character or the actor portraying it, I'm pretty sure it's just the writing. uh, It gets gets a little on the sexist using of women thing. And I know we've talked about this before. And that's the part that makes me really dislike Dean. Well, the question becomes, do you think that he can have a healthy relationship along the way instead of... Like not with a woman. Um (laughs) let's just slide right along. Is there anything else that you had to say about the showdown in the library, Adelaide? No. Okay. So Sam and Dean reach out to a wider hunting network. I mentioned that. Oh, they ultimately destroy the compound, removing the men of letters from power. Were the men of letters in power? Uh sure. I don't think they actually ascended to power. I think maybe it's just referring to their power, like the branch that they were trying to form in America. Okay, so they severed the the roots that they were trying to establish. Yes. 
USA. USA. I do remember that now. That was a lot of weapons. It was, yeah. Okay, next segment. Okay, guys, a lot happened this season. So apparently, I broke it up into different segments about this. And the first segment was Men of Letters. Next segment, are you ready? The Spawn of Satan. Um. Also, side note, I just listened back to an older podcast. What happened to the Antichrist? I like, mean, this I think been, we're about to find out. Like, this would have been a perfect time for him to come. Like, really, you to show the- up and be like, um, that's not my sibling. I was here <laughs> first. <laughs> but, yeah. We're just gonna pretend he doesn't exist. Cool, great, awesome, guys. So, Lucifer is on the run with no plans, except pursuing hedonism and devotion. Uh, I don't know why, like... He had, like, centuries... Well, no, he was in a cage. So, okay, yeah, this makes sense. This is his spring break. Yeah, he's out, being wild, having fun. <laughs> and Dad's gone again. Like, I appreciate... This is one thing I did appreciate. That he was like, yet again, Dad abandoned me. At least he's consistent with his daddy issues. <laughs> and now Auntie Amara abandoned him, too. <laughs> Poor, unloved little Lucifer. Whatever will you do with yourself? Well, Cassiel, who now feels responsible for Lucifer's freedom, teams up with Crowley, who wants to hunt his old enemy down and recage him. Uh, so we're just gonna pretend that God didn't just let him out. We're just like, yo, um, he's out. Like, uh, it's cool. Um, can you throw him back in the cage now? Since we're really? done. Thanks for unleashing the devil. And then leaving. <laughs> you made this mess. Come and clean it up, please. <laughs> Before everybody else dies trying to do it. Yes, God, I humbly ask that you clean up your mess. <laughs> I know that you need like a minute to get back with your sister and you hope and you'll both brought my mother back. But uh, Lucifer is still here. Yeah, it was very kind of you, but um, fix that problem. That's a very big glaring problem. <laughs> uh... We also have Rowena and the Winchesters teaming up with Cassiel and Crowley to find and cage Lucifer. Um, Lucifer is going through his life um, possessing a number of high-profile people, including a rock star, an aging rock star, who, if we're being honest, probably would not have had the appeal that they're trying to give him. Yeah, I agree. Like, maybe if they had done a young rock star at the height of his career. Yeah, I feel like that also would have made a lot of sense, too. Like, I know what they were going for with that, the sort of selling your soul to reclaim glory days and reclaim, you know, fame and money. It just, it, uh, it would have still worked on a younger rock star. Mm-hmm. If anything, it would have worked better because people already assume that you sell your soul to be a rock star. Yeah. Or a star anyway. Also, Lucifer tends to only pick males. I wonder why that is. Everybody else like hops from male to female bodies usually. Lucifer apparently, I don't know. Never mind. Never mind. I'll I don't start. know. Did Cassie L hop in a female's body? 
Not yet. I feel like he threatened to, though. Like, he threatened I, a little girl. He was but... willing to. Like, I get the feeling Castiel is willing to. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't. he doesn't care. He's just like, yes, I will. If, if this vessel is female, I do not care. Whichever vessel is the most effective. Is available, yeah. Castiel is an equal opportunity body hopper. <laughs> Please make that the quote for the episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... Then he becomes the fictional sitting president, Jefferson Rooney. And while he is the president, he impregnates his aide, Kelly Klein. There's so much there. Wow. (laughs) Wow. What year was this one again? I have no idea. I don't. Is this um, like 2016 to 2017? Sure. Okay, because they literally just said the de- the president's possessed by the devil. <laughs> uh, well, he was also very charismatic, so I don't know. Like, it's very interesting that they chose, like, this president was very charismatic. And he was also, like, I don't know, I feel like they were trying to go for, like, a Thomas Jefferson, Bill Clinton type of president. Oh, yeah, I, f- I feel like that's what they're going for, too. They were trying to make a character that was an archetype of what politicians are, as opposed to any sitting or recent presidents. Mm. Um, and ultimately... That didn't stop me from laughing about it, though. <laughs> Um, Kelly Klein, like, they had a legitimate relationship, a genuine relationship, and it seems like Kelly wasn't expecting to fall in love with him. Yeah, I agree. Uh, for her, I think it just, like, started out as a fling, and then they just kind of rolled with it. Um, and then when Kelly, like, and I don't even think Lucifer expected to make a baby. Like, oh, no, I think he absolutely did. Really? Yes, that was fully intentional. He said something. There was some line that I think Kelly had or something. This is because I hated this. I hated every second of this. Um, I don't fully remember the line, but I know someone said something about um, raising a family and being a parent. And he go and there's this moment where Lucifer goes, "Oh," and he, um, and that's when he decides to impregnate her, and then. Like after she's after she's gotten pregnant, blah blah blah. He um, she says something like, "Wow, I really feel like something's changed." And he says, "Oh, something has." So he very intentionally impregnated her, mm. and that actually really bothered me. Oh, because he basically trapped her and then killed her. Yes. Um. Fun fact: the women never survived the Nephilim birth. Yeah. <laughs> and like the entire freaking season is. Uh, various devils or angels calling her essentially a cow or breeding stock. I just, this entire season made me want to punch the writers. Every time they talked. Every time they opened their mouth. I was like, no, no. You you prepare thy, your throat for my knuckles because that's what's coming. <laughs> uh, Adelaide's knuckles incoming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was so done with them. I'm like cracking my knuckles right now. I'm so pissed off. <laughs> Um, well, as Edley mentioned, everyone is trying to get this baby because no one knows what level of innocence this Nephilim will have. And fun fact, which I don't know why this is a thing, but apparently Nephilims are more powerful than their parents. Okay. Uh, how sway? Like, 
Okay. <laughs> I mean, I get Supernatural has to do it. Is that is that accurate lore? Because I know they're supposed to be very I don't powerful think so. anyway. I feel like they're lesser than their parents, but they're more powerful than humans. I know they're supposed to be more beautiful than humans, but I also yeah. know that, like... But also, a lie, Jack is not that beautiful. The other Nephilim we met wasn't that pretty. Like, I, I wish that would have been the... I mean, like, no shade, but, like, shade. <laughs> well, without getting too spoilery, Jack is a moody, like, 15-year-old, so... No, but my problem is, if we're gonna do Nephilim, they better be hitting every... Like, every angle. Like, you and I have different tastes, okay? Yeah. But at least one of us should be like, yeah, objectively, I think that person's beautiful. The yeah, female Nephilim wasn't that pretty. She nah. was a, she was a waitress. She was an average waitress. And like she looked like any other waitress. I've seen I've actually had prettier waitresses wait on me at the, the Applebee's. I also feel like on on the note of the the female Nephilim whose name I do not remember. Um she had no powers that we know of. She just like stood there and accepted her fate. So, so well, that's because she didn't want to use her powers. I think she oh, like, yeah, she was like, I don't want to be connected to this. This was just how I was born. Or did they kill her before she could? I remember she I, said, I think you're right. I remember she said something about not wanting, you know, this was just how she was born. It's not something she can control. And, but I don't really think they gave her much of a chance to use her powers anyway. They just sort of, I don't think they were expecting to come back to a Nephilim, which is part of why it might be so inconsistent. Mm, I don't know. Let us know in the comments. Yay, you guys are awesome. We love you. Um, Kelly is kidnapped by Dragon. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I don't remember. It's been a long time. Um, a prince of hell who is the same rank as Azazel, who hopes to bring Lucifer and his child together. Uh, oh, sorry. I forgot to catch you guys up really quickly. Um, the Winchesters are trying to keep Ke- uh, Lucifer away from his baby because they don't want him to be any influence on the child. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm just thinking of Kelly's uh, expression when she found out that her, her, her baby's father was Lucifer. I mean, how do you take news like that? <laughs> By the way, the guy you were having an affair with, yeah, he was possessed by Satan, and now you're carrying the devil's spawn. Well, he was single, so technically it wasn't an affair. Okay, fine. But still. But also, like, uh, like, I think she's like, I don't even believe that. Conveniently, a lot of the people who are touched by God are atheists. So, watch out, Eddie. What are you trying to say? (laughs) What are you trying to say, Supernatural? (laughs) Watch out, (laughs) Eddie. God's coming for you. Oh no, whatever will I do. Or the devil. Like, who knows? I am pretty sure one of my cats is already the devil anyway, so I think I've got that covered. <laughs> um, Ultimately, Cassiel tries to take Kelly to heaven, and the unborn baby stops him with a vision. Basically taking Cassiel... But Dean says that Cassiel was brainwashed. I'm saying that Cassiel just had a vision and was like, I can't. I, I've seen the light, the truth, and the way. He had a spiritual revelation. That's what it was. Okay. 
ironically from the child of lucifer i hated this whole thing (laughs) hated it why i mean i could it's gonna go off on the same tangent but like the entire thing was talking about everyone was talking about the nephilim and i'm like i don't care about the nephilim i care about kelly shut the hell up yes this great we have a half angel baby woohoo i don't care well even kelly was like my like kelly was very quick to accept her death if we're being honest like i feel like he was a little too quick to be like yeah i'm gonna die just make sure my baby's taken care of yeah i hated that too like great i'm gonna die well maybe you know you should have told her that earlier also make an informed decision there why is no one wearing condoms this is yet another time where it's like what are we doing you I are actually too- feel like um based on lucifer's response i feel like that was like whatever protection they could have used whether she was on birth control whether whether they used condoms i feel like he intentionally manipulated it to happen anyway that would have been interesting to see like the devil messing with your birth control well, I feel like whatever like demonic powers he had, he just somehow blocked it and made it happen. He used his his apparently super powerful Satan sperm to do it. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's the quote. That's the quote. Super powerful Satan sperm <laughs> has a nice alliteration to it too. Yeah. Well, that's probably why I won't make it. <laughs> um, but I was fine with um Kelly, like. I mean, not Kelly, the Nephilim and Castiel, like, oh, yes, this baby is the way, the truth, and the light. This is the new hero. I've seen it all. Fine. Whatever. I didn't (laughs) like it. I was mad at them. I was mad at them for the way they were treating Kelly, which is unfair to the little Nephilim because, like, admittedly, it's, it's a cool concept, but why does Kelly have to die for it? Like, no. Well, that technically is canon. Like, they have said that nef- um, women don't survive the childbirth. I don't care. Supernatural's Bible fan fiction anyway. Bend some rules. Yeah, no. It's not a main character, so why would they bend the rules? I mean, I'm pretty sure God is not some nerdy little writer. Technically, Chuck was. No, that's what I'm saying. If we're talking canon, I'm pretty sure God is not some nerdy little writer. <laughs> um, but uh, Cassiel and Kelly run away. Which, side note, I wanted her to fall in love with Cassiel. Like, I wanted to be, like, a moment of true love, even though she's gonna die. Like, this and then she leaves her baby to Castiel because that's the person who she truly loves. I wanted that too. I really wanted Castiel to step up in like a father position and have like, like I knew there was going to be something weird about the kid, but I really wanted him to be like a surrogate father. And I was so looking forward to that. I was actually really super excited for Castiel to have a little angel son. Well, a very powerful angel son. <laughs> That's something. When your kid is more powerful than you. Um, The Winchesters are able to expel Lucifer from the president without killing him. Which, uh, question mark? I don't know. 
How did he do it? <laughs> like that. Like, that's my point. Like they've never been able to expel. I don't know because he's an angel. Maybe they could push him out. Maybe it's because it's the president and they didn't want to show killing a president on television. No, but I'm saying, like, did they kill anyone else as Lucifer? No, because his vessel was still... And even Sam had to fling himself into the cage to get rid of Lucifer, so he still died. Did he die? Or, like, well, technically he went to hell. He didn't die. Well, still, he had to go to hell and then be brought back separately, so which separated them. Hmm. Yeah, probably when the show killed the president. Yeah, that, that's probably it. Um, but yeah. Um, and fun fact, the Winchesters go to a secret government facility for attempted murder. Finally. But they aren't there for long because the government is cool with people attempting murder on a president. Do not, do not quote me on that. I do not care. I do not care enough. (laughs) Like, do not come to my house. I want a segment on the website that is just that is just out of context quotes from the two of us <laughs> from this series because there's so much there's just so much um but they're in a the secret government facility and the government agents are like yeah we can hold you forever blah 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 and Dean is like yeah whatever I don't care and Sam is like hi I am here the struggle is real huh <laughs> what did you what did you uh have to say about that Ellie? honestly most of the time i didn't care i was just like i want to know can we work with castiel can we go back to kelly please i, I don't care about these stupid whiny drama twins anymore hmm. well let's move right along to crowley who instead of trapping lucifer back into the cage he puts him back into a familiar vessel of Nick to show his control over Lucifer. This was stupid. I hated Crowley and he pissed me off. Oh my god. I understand Crowley wants like revenge for the whole puppy thing, but oh my god, Crowley, don't be this dumb. This this is dumb. This is how you get killed. And obviously he's going to escape. Why wouldn't he escape? Um, Crowley puts ruins on the body so that he can control Lucifer with words, blah, 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 blah. I am in control of you until he's not. And Lucifer takes back control of his body, follows Cass and Kelly to their safe house to try and claim his child. Or, you Crowley know, sucks. This could have been prevented by just putting him in the cage. And that is the spawn of the devil. Yay. Next chapter. You ready? Sure. Um, the return of... Oh, I spelled this wrong. <laughs> the return of Maddie Winchester. <laughs> <laughs> she will be henceforth known as Maddie. I don't want to hear your comments. All right, well, you better carry it through now. <laughs> The Brief History of Maddie Winchester. (laughs) Maddie was raised a hunter and ran away for a normal life with then-naive John Winchester. However, with her deal with the demon to save John's life that caused her eventual death, John descended into hunting and Sam's grooming as one of the special children of Vessel for Lucifer. That's A Brief History of Maddie Winchester. Did you enjoy the recap, Adelaide? <laughs> yes, thrilling. 
Maddie struggles with her return to the world and mourns her children who didn't get a normal life that she desperately wanted for them, which is a lie because she was so living in a life of demons. She was. She she sold Sam to the devil. That was the well, to Azazel. A prince like, of the devil. It's true. Okay, friend of the devil. It's close <laughs> enough. You know the <laughs> devil knew about it. <laughs> They were just at dinner one night. Yeah, I took the Winchester soul. How was your day? <laughs> By the way, I got that little baby you wanted so you could possess him in the future. <laughs> awesome, thanks. Here's some butter. <laughs> uh, I really want to know what the point of this episode is going to be. <laughs> um, Mary's a li- um, I'm sorry. Maddie is a liar. She bothered me. Because she pretends to want this normal life, but nothing about her in the past, present, or future shows her actively seeking out. It, it's easy. It would have been very easy for her to hang up her hunting knives or whatever and keep it pushing. I agree. And I think she claims to want this normal life. It's the same thing with um, with Sam and Dean. Like, Sam wants this normal life. It's just that... More Sam than Dean. Yes, but they can't... Neither of them can really escape it. And I feel like, unlike... Like, I believe Sam when he says he doesn't want to be a part of it. I don't believe Mary. Because I don't believe she actually made an attempt to get out. I believe she just was always part of it. Uh, I did initially, after 12 seasons of hunting, I don't believe him anymore. (laughs) But initially, I believe that was genuinely his goal. I think he wanted out. He didn't want to be a part of it. And he made his escape, but he got brought back into it and then brought back into it again. And mm. I feel like after maybe like season seven, he didn't want to be. He he just is like, all right, screw it. I'm in this now. Okay. So I have to play devil's advocate, okay, and say that I think that Sam is a contrarian. I think that he enjoys doing what's not expected of him. And because he is not as good at hunting as Dean then he chose a path that's different because of that. But given the opportunity, he will choose hunting over literally everything. I mean, that's possible. I still feel like, to an extent, he didn't want the, for whatever reason, getting out was, like, his goal. Um, but, like, for Mary, I feel like she genuinely enjoys it. Like, the part, the part of Dean that really enjoys hunting and lives for it is also from Mary. And that, like, she says she wants out, and that branches into Sam, but she really enjoys it and is really good at it and continues to do it anyway. And that, I think, is what is where Dean gets his side of it. Hmm. Okay, so let's slide right along. Um, she breaks Sam and Dean's hearts when she decides she needs space from them. They come to understand one another and become great friends and allies. This is a lie. I don't know why this is here. She is Sam a ho- and Dean had like a fit about their mommy leaving them. Like, <laughs> right, like she was a horrible mother, both of them. Like Sam, gosh darn it. Sam was more understanding than Dean. I agree with this. <laughs> this is also, oh. like Sam didn't, Sam didn't, didn't know, know Mary. Yeah. Right. Like, Dean grew up, like, Dean was old enough to remember the relationship. Sam was a infant in his mother's arms when she died. 
Yeah, he has absolutely no memory of her. So it makes sense that Sam would be more accepting and understanding of her saying, you know, I can I can't do this. Let me get out for a little while. And whereas Dean is like, but mommy, no. And maybe all of the women that Dean chases are just a replacement for his mother, who never. That's because he's gay. <laughs> uh, the familiar bonds are tested again when Mary buys into the Men of Letters sales pitch, hoping to create a world where Sam and Dean can get out of hunting. Um, ma'am, you don't know me. Why wouldn't you ask me if this is what I want before you decide to make a a deal on my behalf? And, like, Dean clearly doesn't want out of hunting. Dean doesn't want to stop. Sam, eh, maybe. Maybe if you give him the option, he'll be like, yes, finally, I'm out, bye. But Dean doesn't want to. You would take such a hard piece of his life from him that he would not know what to do with himself. Or forgive you. Yes, that too. <laughs> uh, Murray is kidnapped and brainwashed by Tony and Catch, killing non-complying hunter allies and friends. So, how much blood does Mary have on her hands now? <laughs> so much. You want to include Sam's on that? Because she did sell him to Azazel. <sighs> yeah, like, even if we exclude all of the demons. Like, let's just talk about the humans that she killed. feel like that number's pretty high. So, if she sells him to Azazel and, promise, and promised her, her second-born child, essentially, uh, to Azazel, so he could then become the vessel for Lucifer, this whole this whole show and all the problems are her fault. Also, side note, who wants a second born? Like, no offense, but it's always the first born. Right? That's what I was wondering, too. <laughs> it's like, by the way, I want the second one. The first one, you're gonna screw up. I want the second one. Uh... Uh, Dean is able to enter Mary's mind and bring her back to herself. Why was her happy place playing with her children as children? It is the last time she knew them. So I will give them, like, I still think Mary's kind of a jerk, but I will give Kinda? them Kinda? She is that, a horrible like, person. Okay, still. I will give her, like, that little bit of credit that it is probably really bizarre to suddenly have the people that you remembered as little boys being your age, your current age. That would be really jarring. So I understand her happy place is like, oh, my sons, when they were little, blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, like, your sons are still here. They're not dead. Well, Go also, be with them. how about the fact that you just sold out one of your sons and the other one had to clean up that mess? Like this was his whole you, life. He's had to clean chose, up that mess his whole life. Like you chose, you made these decisions, and everyone's had to live with them. And now you're like, I want to go back to a point where I didn't make this bad choice. See, this is your fault, Mary Winchester. To bring in a reoccurring female character that we don't hate, they failed. <laughs> they failed hard. Give us more Rowena. That's okay. <laughs> okay. So, let's talk about specific episodes. Whoa, I'm ahead of schedule. Okay, you ready? Yes. Okay, so, Twigs, Twine, and Tasha Bynes. Do you remember this episode? Um, I'm gonna look at the outline and pretend I do. Yeah. <laughs> so, this episode was about Tasha Bynes and her children, Alyssa and Max. Alyssa and Max are witches. We met them early in the season. Oh, yes, I remember this episode. This was sad. Uh... And they decide to go looking for Tasha, even though Max doesn't believe anything was wrong. 
Alyssa calls Maricel and Sam and Dean answer and they go looking for her. Um, they find out that Tasha's safe in a hotel, but Sam discovers a man in the attic, in the cellar, sorry, blah, 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 Max uses magic to reveal the woman at the hotel as a witch whose power comes from a deal with the demons, blah, 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 Tasha's dead, had her heart ripped out, Max is devastated, blah, 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 she creates replica dolls using the victim's hearts, and blah, 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 um, she creates, uh, she wants someone to take over her power so she can avoid going to hell, so she offers Max a doll of his mother while Sam and Alyssa are attacked. Uh, Dean kills the witch, but before Max can agree, the Tasha doll kills his twin sister. Uh, after the Winchesters leave, Max uses the spell book to make an unknowing doll of Alyssa and burns her real body. Okay, this was the episode that I was talking about several episodes ago. Okay. Uh, when I was talking about the black guy who made the deal. Yes. And, like, it shows you that the Winchesters aren't the only ones who make deals to save their family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah, that you're like, I'm trying to figure out where you're going with I'm trying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what you're going here. What you're, where are you doing? <laughs> but I really enjoy that knowledge. Like, Yeah, I do too. That it's not just these weirdos that do this. Well, also, like, it's family over everything, and that, like, the Winchesters, um, they emulate that constantly, but they yes, seem they like do. an anomaly in the uh, hunting community, because everyone else is willing to kill their family members, like, nothing. But I appreciate they were like, okay, these people are family, they can be similar. Yeah. Did I you, like... The... I mean... You okay? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I mean, I found this episode really sad, actually, but I do, like, I liked the episode. I liked seeing, this is one of those ones where I liked seeing, like, the world building and the, and the stuff that went around with the witches and stuff and, and the spells that they create. Um, but the episode itself was, I don't know, it was so sad. He's, this kid is just mourning the loss of his mother and he gets this, I don't even remember what the doll was made of. It was like it was like grass fibers and tree fibers or something and uh, all of it. I don't know. It was just sad that that's the replacement that he had to find. And this, this whole series is like mommy issues one-on-one here. Well, no, they didn't have mommy issues. Like this was his sister. Like he, this was his twin. And I will give you a twin who I was with since birth. I meant the mother replaced the doll replacing the mother too, but well, no, he only could replace one. No, no, no. I don't mean at the end. I mean in the middle of the, oh. in the episode when they had the replacement. Oh, well, I didn't care about that. Like, the mother was, <laughs> like, if we're being honest, I forgot all about, like, it was about the sister and the brother's relationship. Ironically, this is one of the times when I was like, sibling dynamics, I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> because I really like this sibling couple. So, I was yeah, fine. As for the for the twin the twin thing, yeah, I do understand that. It it's st- it's still sad. Like I understand, you know, this is the person you've been with since birth. You sh- not even since birth. You shared a womb together. This is you know this is your sibling's soulmate essentially. And to have them ripped from your life would be terrible, especially since he probably feels incredibly guilty about it. Yeah, especially by your mother. Like yeah. even if it was the dull version, your mother was the person who killed her. 
And yeah. he took a deal with the devil to save her. Yep. <sighs> it's not even oh. save her, it's just create a version of her that he can then live with. Mm-hmm. That has to be some powerful knowledge. I hope we see them again. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, next episode. Lily Sanders has some regrets. Uh, an angel named Benjamin is murdered, drawn attention to several other angels. Uh, Winchester's and Cassiel go research, and they only have Maribel killed, as well as Lily Sanders, who flees when the Winchester's intervene. Cassiel and Ishmael. Apparently, it's a lot of angels this season. I didn't remember that. I don't care. Um, it's okay. They all die, because who needs angel numbers, right? <laughs> Cassiel and Ishmael explained that in 1901, Lily had married an angel and they had a Nephilim daughter. As this was against Heaven's law, they killed the angel and his daughter. And now Lily wants revenge. Why did they leave Lily alive would be the first question. And why did Lily wait this long? Oh, you don't remember this one. Okay. Well, she had to wait to like study all her life about angels and like find a way to kill them. Oh, alright, fine. I'll do like, that. That's why, like, she's like, yeah, I've been waiting for this moment. It took, and she lost like three fingers. She lost a lot of herself. Like, no, I remember to... her. I remember her that she's lost like a lot of herself in the process, and that she studied them. I just didn't remember that one little teeny tiny bit that it was. I have to study them to learn how to kill them, especially since supernatural. Like, we figured out how to kill them early. <laughs> Angel <sighs> blade. Yeah. Well, she didn't have that. Lily's studies had allowed her to summon Ishmael, who taught her all of the secrets of angels, but became obsessed with her. Oh, yes! I remember this episode now! Okay. Do you remember this episode? I remember it a little bit. Okay, so this was basically an angel stalker. I mean, yeah, I remember that part, but, like, the actual sequence of events, not so much, but I do remember the creepy angel stalker that I was like, you know, you can go right to hell, buddy. <laughs> so Lily called on an angel for protection and she ultimately fell in love with marrying him. Uh, Ishmael murdered the angel that she called for protection and her daughter in revenge because she didn't love him. I mean, it sounds about right for some, you know, the usual crazy ex boyfriend types. Well, he wasn't even her boyfriend, they were just study partners. Like,. <laughs> Still, that sounds about right. What kind of study partners did you have, Adelaide? <laughs> no, I mean little entitled boy that is like, love me, love me, I deserve your love. No, shut up, you don't. Go away. <laughs> I was nice. I demand vagina. Exactly. That's what they expect. <laughs> uh, Don't be that guy, people. Yeah, never be that guy. Um, She tells Dean the story and Dean goes off with his hero Kate to go confront uh, Ishmael because he's never done anything that was so like evil blah 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 like he's I'm still mad that he killed that woman and didn't kill that son <laughs> like <laughs> pretty sure Sam's still mad about it too just for different reasons <laughs> um Ishmael defeats the humans Cassiel kills him and saves Lily who's unsure whether or not she'll be able to give up revenge since she's been at it for over 100 years. Side note, she looked amazing for over 100. She really did. Uh, Cassiel apologizes for his role in the death of her husband and daughter and offers 
if she leaves and finds that she can't forgive him, he'll be waiting to take her for her to take her chance. Um, this would have been better if Cassiel was like, I, I'm prepared to die if you can't forgive me. Yes. Because that would have been more honorable. The billions of times he has made that sentiment and the one time, like, and he, they never apply. This is the one time it applies and he doesn't do it. Because, like, you killed her husband. Like, he, she literally killed everyone except you. You would be the end. And, like, she's like, you know what? I'm going to go take some time to think about it. And he's like, yeah, I'll give you a chance to kill me. No! You should be willing to die, sir. Because you deserve death for this. Uh, yeah, a little bit. <sighs> anyway, what were your thoughts, Adelaide? <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean, on the one hand, I appreciate them attempting to bring more Nephilim in there. I don't know how to say the... Is it plural? Nephilim. Is, is it... Well, I mean, is it like... Is it plural? Is it also... Is it the same as like... Uh, I don't know. Fish and fish. Yeah. Is it plural like that? Or is it just... Do I have to add an S to the end? Because that makes no sense to me. I think it is plural. Alright. I think you... I, I think I? I don't know. <laughs> Excuse me. I think you do add an S. The Nephilims. Yeah. Okay, well, whatever. Whatever the plural of Nephilim is. Um, I do, like, I agree. Like, I, I'm i glad they attempt to, like, bring that in a little bit more and show more um, about it. I just kind of wish they'd follow through on it. I don't necessarily... I, I like the idea of the creepy stalker. One being the actual story, because, yes, let's kill the creepy stalker that thinks he's entitled to this. But also had that still it, it still would have applied if that had been her child with another angel it still would have worked and i think having another film in there uh would have led some extra validity to this but then it may have undermined the whole there hasn't been nephilim for centuries thing uh, it did because like there were constantly nephilims it, it didn't make sense and they had that earlier because they killed one in a previous season. So it's like, oh, there hasn't been one in so long. Shut up, dude. You killed one not too long ago. <laughs> but, uh, da, 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 da. Um, Lily departs after thanking Cassiel for what? I don't know because he, he killed your husband and child, but whatever. Um, and the Winchesters discuss the implications of Lucifer's child and Cassiel breaks the deal with Billy. Oh, yeah! I forgot about that. Didn't mention that. Okay, cool. Because Cassiel wasn't in my notes. Um, Cassiel had a deal with Billy that um, one of the Winchesters would die and they were going to take Murray. And then Cassiel killed uh, Billy. You're all caught up now. Don't you just feel special? Yay. <laughs> Anything else that you want to talk about about this season, Ellie? Um, not particularly. I mean, I guess the season could be wrapped up in a... a don't kill other people's children and be a better parent yes and like everybody all the main characters in this series Crowley, Dean, Sam, all of them have mommy issues and we get to see their mommies this time and one <sighs> of them is way better than the other yes one of them definitely is thank you guys for listening to another episode of Geek's Machine I was your host Jasmine you can find me at overpower oh at op jasmine you can find adelaide at op underscore Addie. it'll be in the description you can tweet the show at real op tweets you can follow us on instagram at 
Real OP Grams, you can check out the websites at overpoweredentertainment.com. Um, check out our Facebook, Overpowered Entertainment. And I think that's everything. Anything you want to plug, Adelaide? Uh, no, I'm good. Um, check out the next episode. We are also live recording Supernatural. So if you were hearing this in the past and Supernatural is currently airing, we're recording it. Listen to us talk about it. Yay! Uh, bye. Bye.